Hello, and welcome to I Watch This as an Adult, where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I review 1995's Showgirls. Alright everybody, Showgirls, 1995. I'm up here again with the wife. She had to sit through Showgirls with me. Yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we gotta talk about how we saw the movie first time when we were kids. As a, this is really a movie that we really shouldn't have saw as kids. Right. But we did. But we did because the movies, the movies in C seventeen, we weren't supposed to see this movie at all. Right. But we had latchkey parents, so uh, <laughs> yes. Nineties <laughs> parents are the greatest, aren't they? They are. They let us watch anything we wanted to watch. <laughs> but um, how I saw this movie was uh, my dad rented some movies from Blockbuster. Uh, he rented Dangerous Minds, <laughs> and he rented Showgirls. I think there was another movie he rented. I want to say he rented, like, The Net or something. Mm-hmm. That was a movie with, like, Sandra Bullock. Hmm. Another movie I want to talk about later on. But, uh, yeah, I was like, he rented that movie, and then he rented, uh, he rented Showgirls. And my dad let me watch Showgirls with him late at night. <laughs> he shouldn't have let me watch that movie at all but he let me watch it with him right so but yeah that's how i saw the, that's how i saw showgirls how'd you see it the same way um i don't know if we had a cassette i don't know if we read it out i don't know if we saw it on tv i don't remember i do know seeing it and my parents throughout the whole movie was laughing at it. Yeah. They just thought it was ridiculous. They was like, "Oh my goodness, we're gonna." <laughs> they didn't take the movie seriously, not at all. We're gonna have that be a we're gonna have that be a running theme for you. Uh, we're gonna have there be a running theme for you. <laughs> Is that you don't remember how you see movies? I don't. I don't remember <laughs> how I see it. I just know I see it. That's gonna be the running theme for you. Like my wife does not remember how she saw movies. I just know I saw it was young. She just know she saw them. But yeah, but this movie, the movie for for one, the movie just starts. You just see the title. It says Showgirls, <laughs> and it just. I didn't even tell you where it came from. Yeah, they don't give you. They don't even give you any opening credits. No, it's just Showgirls. It's just Showgirls. Right. And then you see uh, uh, the character Nomi Malone, played by Elizabeth Berkley. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like hitchhiking and shit like that. Uh, then uh, she gets in a she gets in the car with the, she gets in the pickup truck with the guy and all yeah, this shit. The guy's named Jeff. Yeah. Reason, yeah, 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 Jeff. Fuck Jeff. We like Jeff. You know, any yeah. guy with a pickup truck named Jeff, I guess. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, she gets pretty much Jeff hustles her. Right. When they get to Vegas, she gets Vegas. to Las. <laughs> she gets to Las Vegas, and she gets a she gets hustled for some reason because the dude like steals the suitcase. Right. And we go this whole movie 
the whole movie. Spoiler alert. We go the whole movie without even knowing what's in that goddamn suitcase. Yeah, and we still don't know. We still don't know what's in that damn suitcase. We never find out what's in that suitcase because, like, she she's just tripping about the suitcase. She's like, I want my suitcase. Where's my suitcase? And that's when she she starts beating a random car. Yes. Yeah, and then we run into our next character, Molly. Molly. Oh, Molly. Poor Molly. Poor, poor Molly. <laughs> and, like, Molly goes and buys her food and says she could live with her. And... Before we go forward with any of that, this movie is very homoerotic. There's a lot of very homoerotic undertones, especially with Nomi and Molly. Right. It's, it's, and you don't know if that's or they're bisexual or whatever. No, well, they they do specify that, you know, they're heterosexual. It's just their chemistry is very unusual for friends. Yeah, because they're like, like, this one time, I think there's like, one time I think, like, there's a scene where, like, Nomi gets bailed out of jail. Right. And, like, uh, Molly comes to pick her up and she kisses her in the mouth. And then another part where, when she, Molly saw Nomi beat up her car, she's like, hey, get out of my car. And she's just like going all crazy. She always got hit by a car, and Molly saves. She ran. Naomi. She ran into the car. She right. wanted to get hit yeah. by that car. Yes, and then she saves. She saves. She saves her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it looks like they were gonna lean in and kiss, but instead they just, you know, hugged each other and yeah. put their foreheads together. Mm-hmm. Now this is the first time them meeting each other. Yeah, it's like you don't y'all, y'all don't know each other. And usually when. Back in the day in the 90s, when that happened between a man and woman, they wound up becoming, you know, lovers. You know what right. I'm saying? But instead, since they're girls, they just became really good friends. Right. And then, like, Molly's like, Molly's like asking her questions and shit. You know, she's like, Where you from? What do you do? And all this stuff. And then, like, Nomi just starts spazzing the fuck out. Because, like, she just throws the, she just throws the fries up. Because, like, and she was, she was just like, I'm from different places. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, quit asking me questions, you yeah. know. And if I was Molly, I was like, no, I ain't got to buy you no food. You know that, right? Or let you stay in my at my place. Yeah, because cause like, like after she spazzes out, she lets her stay in her, she lets her stay in her fucking trailer. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, N- Molly lives in a trailer out in the desert somewhere in Vegas. Which desert? You know, yeah. Vegas is v- a desert. Vegas is a desert, yeah. But, yeah, she lives out in the desert somewhere. And I was like, Molly's such a fucking saint. She is. She's she, like an angel, she, man. She puts up with all of Nomi's shit. Everybody. Yeah, she, she puts up with everybody's shit. Up, yeah, she does put up with everybody's, everybody's shit. But, She's not a pushover, but you know, yeah, I was she like, doesn't have to take their shit though. Yeah, I know. I was like, Nomi, I was like, Nomi is such an ungrateful piece of shit. <laughs> she is so, uh, she's an ungrateful, selfish ass bitch. She is. Oh my god, I fucking hate Nomi. <laughs> I fucking hate Nomi. Right. And it was just like, she's like, she's not grateful. 
for anything that anybody does for her. Mm-mm. At all. Right. At all. And then, like, she's a stripper. She ends right. up stripping at this, uh, at this strip club called The Cheetah, which I think is a real strip club. I don't know. I think The Cheetah's a real strip club. I, I, fact check me on that. I don't know. Maybe you could fact check me. Send me a voicemail if you want to. <laughs> I got that I got that option on the on the the Anchor app. You can you can go and send me a voicemail and find out and uh, tell me if the Cheetah is a real strip club. Go tell me that. But um <laughs> But yeah, man, but like you got the owner. I think his name is like Al. Who whatever that guy is. <laughs> yeah. He is a real piece of work. Like, yeah, he, everybody is really. He's a fucking. He is so fucking over the top. Everybody's over the top of that movie. Everybody's over the top, but he's like, it's it's like he watched like maybe like one movie. The actor, the actor, which I he's like this actor. I know this actor. He's a very popular. He was a very popular character actor in like the eighties and nineties. Right. And uh, I think his name is uh his name is like Robert Davy or something like mm-hmm. that. I, I, I looked it up. I, I looked up everybody's names and shit. But uh, before we did this podcast, I think his name was Robert Davy or something. But uh, but it looks like he looked at like one movie about what a strip club strip club owner is supposed to be, and he was like, "I'm gonna be that ten times. <laughs> like I'm gonna be that with the volume like turn all, all the way up, up. <laughs> you know." Cause he's just and like he's talking to one of the girls and he's talking about you gotta let you're like you gotta let one of the guys come on you <laughs> if they pay you it's okay and he's saying like you gotta give me a blowjob if you wanna stay here after a week after a week yeah <laughs> I was like this dude is a piece of work oh my god fucking piece of work over the top as a motherfucker anyway like molly works at the stardust i believe it's a casino okay. and she's the make she's like the makeup no she's the costume designer yes my she's bad the costume designer. she's the costume designer and she's uh doing costumes they ran it they uh she does uh, the costumes for like the star Crystal Connors, which is. A- she she does everybody's costumes. She's pretty much the the designer yeah. of the the whole cast play. Yeah. You know. But uh, yeah, she's she's uh she does everybody's costumes. But I want to talk about I want to talk about uh, Gina Gershon as uh, Crystal Connors, who's like the star. Yeah. Of the Stardust uh, play, not the, not the play, but the, like the, the the dance show, the review or whatever the fuck they call it. But uh, I'm not a I'm not a Vegas connoisseur. But uh, mm-hmm. but she's my favorite character in this whole goddamn movie. She is Crystal Connors, Gina because Grish- the way Gina Grishon plays Crystal Connors, mm-hmm. she's just having a ball with this character. Cause I just feel, cause I feel like she's in a different movie than everybody else. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's the only character that's in a different movie than everybody else. I feel like she was like, huh. I feel like she knew that this movie was gonna be a piece of shit. Right. And she was just like, I'm just gonna have fun with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna have fun with this character. I'm just gonna go just like, I'm just gonna go just over the top with this goddamn character. 
I'm just gonna have just, just fucking fun with it. And she, I think she's the shining light in this whole goddamn movie. Right. I really do. I think, cause like she just plays it, she just plays the whole character for camp. It is campy. It's a very campy movie. And she just plays the whole, she just plays right into that camp. And I was like, I I love her for it. Mm-hmm. That's what made I was like that made her my that made her my favorite character in this goddamn movie. <laughs> but but yeah, another character I want to talk about <laughs> is James the Black Guy, <laughs> <laughs> who's played by another uh, popular character actor from like the '90s, uh, Glenn Plummer. Yeah, because Glenn Plummer's I've seen this guy in a lot. Uh, things in like the 90s he's always yeah. he was always like the black guy and everything <laughs> in the 90s if you needed a black guy something in the 90s glenn Plummer. right but the this, first time i saw him he was in a south central yeah i was in south central too yeah. yeah that was the first time I, that was the first time i saw him too but like okay. he was in like a, a whole bunch of other stuff he's like just like a background he's always been like a background character like speed. yeah he was in speed. speed yeah he was in that and he's just Kind of just stalking Nomi, right? And like he's trying, like he's like trying to be her like Mr. Miyagi of dancing. <laughs> and he's like, "You're too talented. What you were doing at that strip club? You should be doing that somewhere else. You should be a professional dancer and all this shit." And he's just following her, and he just keeps losing jobs because <laughs> she got him fired because he met her at the club, mm-hmm. and he got him fired from the club. I'm like, uh, she got him fired from the club. Yeah, and then he meets her when she's coming out of the Stardust, and he's like the the bellboy. He's the bellboy, and he's moving the moving the bags, and he gets he gets fired from that because he's talking to Nomi, and he just like spazzes out on his boss, mm-hmm. and he gets fired, and he say, "Look at look at girl, you got me fired again, girl." <laughs> and then like he goes to see her. At the goddamn trailer. Yes. And unannounced. He just showed up. He just fucking shows up. Showed up at the door. And he's talking about you. very scary and dangerous because you know those trailer doors are very thin. (laughs) He's my favorite line. He's my favorite line. Everybody's got AIDS and shit. Right. And then, but then he has another favorite line. I think it's your favorite line too. How? What's your own side? When like he, when like he, after he tells her, Everybody got AIDS and shit. Oh, he said, I'm trying to tell you the truth, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he said, he said, he said, bitch, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> and we were, we cracked it I up. don't think that actor took that movie seriously, too. I don't think he took it. I think him and the actress who played, or actor who plays Crystal or Chris, you know. Yeah. They just really had it their way. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, James is James is kind of a standout character too. Yeah, he he's a standout character. In any movie, in any other movie, he would have been the love interest. Really? I think. Yeah. Because you you kind of go into the movie, he's kind of like trying to be Nomi's kind of like I said, Mr. Miyagi, but he's kind of trying to get a relationship with her. And you would think that those two would, like, that would be the love story. Well, did he ever sleep with her? No, he didn't. He didn't? 
No, he okay. didn't. He just he, like they did the little. They just did the little dance routine, and he fell up on the titties and shit. And that was about it. And that was it. And we were it, we were looking at that, and it was all I can then save the last dance was born. Yeah, <laughs> save the last dance was born. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, and speaking and speaking of James, James ends up like fucking one of her coworkers. Yeah. At the at the cheetah. Yes. Ends up fucking with her co-workers at the Cheetah because she goes to, to tell them that she got, uh, whatchamacallit, the Stardust. She got the, well, see, she got, I'm trying to figure out, okay, going back, somehow she came to, she came to Molly's job. Right. Right? And she just came to Molly's job as her assistant or whatever. She was supposed to be her assistant, but she just came to Molly's job, right? Right. Like, babysitting. Like, she take her little baby sister to shit to work. <laughs> she's a grown-ass woman, and she's, like, four inches taller than her, you know? So Molly, she's doing, like, Molly doing fucking take your daughter to work take day. Take your daughter to work day, with you a know? Grown-ass woman. And almost got her fired on that same day, too. Yeah. Because she invited Molly to meet Crystal. Yeah. Okay, and Crystal, um, uh, Molly introduced uh, Nomi to Chris, and she said, oh, I'm a dancer. She told Chris that she was a dancer. Yeah. And she said, oh, well, where'd you, where you work at? Where you're from? And she said, I'm from Cheetah. And she said, honey, if you call that dancing, I don't know what they call it. And she was all like, you don't know me. She just like spaz out <laughs> and ran out the dresser room. And Molly's all like, bitch, this is my job. I need a paycheck here. <laughs> <laughs> And she had to like console with her and tell her, you know, I'm sorry that my friend Naomi behaved just the way she did, whatever. And somehow Chris, I guess her having this, I guess she's the type of person when she knows how to get under your skin, she continues to constantly push your buttons. So she went out of her way. She sounds like her- a certain somebody I know. Never mind. <laughs> so she, so she constantly took her. I guess I don't know who this guy is. I never understood the character. Her boyfriend, Crystal. Oh, the, the he's the program director. His name is Zach. Okay, so she was messing with Zach. Yeah. And she took her and her. She took Zach to Cheetahs mm-hmm. to mess with Naomi. Zach has the most emoist of emo hair I've ever seen. Right. By the way, and he's always flipping it. He's always getting it out of getting it out of his eye. You know, right. <laughs> like he's like, oh my God. I run the stardust. He's just like, I can make you a star. <laughs> he's that guy. So she followed this girl all the way to her job. And she paid her $500 for a private dance. Right. Okay, so she takes Zach into the private room while Chris Roch watches. Yeah. And she did this ridiculous, bizarre... I don't know what the hell was that, but it was supposed to be a lap dance. Now, some right. People might think it t- some people might think it was a turn on. But I have no idea what the hell was that. But somehow it got it, it got the job done, and he came in his pants. Yeah, he and really did. Chris paid her five hundred dollars, and she had to give two hundred dollars to the boss. Yeah, to Al. Yeah. And 
that was like her audition to Stardust. Yeah, yeah, that's how, she, yeah, yeah. that's how she got the, she got that audition. Yeah, that was like her audition to Stardust. Yeah, well, yeah, it was like she, yeah, she got the, she she became a she became a whole uh, uh, showgirl, mm-hmm. and they had the little audition and shit like that. Right, we ain't got fucking talk about that shit. But right. she becomes a showgirl. She 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 hits it big. Right, and then she starts. Uh, that's when she starts fucking with Zach. Right. She starts fucking with Zach. And <laughs> that fucking sex scene. Oh my god. Once again, doing the weirdest grind in the world. She was flopping around like a dolphin. It's fucking dolphin sex over here. <laughs> I was like flopping around like a dolphin. Somehow it still did the work, and he came. He came again. <laughs> now we don't know she was taking birth control. They never show that. Yeah. You know, but he came. You were also shut her ta- club up. You were also talking well, about have mermaids now. You so. were talking about because like everybody's fucking butt ass naked in this movie. Yeah. But you were talking about uh, Zach's ass. Yeah, it was jiggling as he was walking. You said that Zach. Had a badunka dunk pretty well. Yeah, and the way he was walking, it was like jiggly. <laughs> that motherfucker, that motherfucker had the, uh, had the, uh, which we call him ass. I can't remember who. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of an ass. I can't really think of an ass right now. I know. Yeah, buddy. Because everybody else's ass was firm. Yeah. And he had like a big butt when he was walking. It was just like shaking. That nigga had like Instagram thought ass. Yeah. <laughs> That shit was funny. I didn't even think of. I didn't even think about that nigga ass because I'm not because I'm, I'm a straight man. But you know, like what you were talking about, you was like, man, he has a fat ass. You see, and it was like jiggling when he was walking. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh man, we talking about this man ass. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But Naomi, uh, Naomi and uh, Crystal, you know. They get into it and shit, cause like Crystal, uh, kind of pretty much fucking cons uh, Nomi, tries to get in with her, tries to become like her friend and shit, and then she gets her on the stage, and she's like, it was like, what she like? She pulls the titties out. Well, it was a scene where they, she became her understudy. That's what they call it, like a person who's going to take their place real soon, right? Whatever, and. Um, so they had to do a scene together, and that's where they came for the rehearsal. Right, but like she pulled, they like she, uh, Crystal pulls like Nomi's t- <coughs> pulled uh, Nomi's tits out. I guess to prove a point, because Naomi was saying that she's not a whore. Yeah. And Crystal said, "We're all whores. We yeah. get the check, we cash it, and we, you know, give them what they want. Oh, yeah, whatever. right. Whatever. And then." All of a sudden, they had their little moment. There were similarities about them because she was claiming, Chris was claiming that Naomi was just like her, which is true. And they both ate doggy child. Right. They both ate doggy child. They both had similar clothing. They both behave a certain way, whatever. It's just Chris became more vain than her. That's about it. 
She hasn't became vain yet, I guess. You're right. And then she practiced with her, took off her clothes, tried to have sex with her because she's a bisexual. Yeah. I mean, she made that clear. Like, this movie's very. This movie's very homoerotic. And she, just before she was getting ready to have sex with her on stage, she told her, see, I told you were a whore. And she said, bash, and just yeah. ran out the stage. And I was like, oh, <laughs> God. She was like, see, darling, you are a whore. <laughs> I was like, wow. But, yeah, but they, they, they get into it. Uh, Nomi pushes Crystal off the stairs. Like when there does like a like a little stair uh, case where they go up to the stage, mm-hmm. and like when they're coming back down, Nomi just fucking pushes that bitch. Well, there's a reason because um, after she had sex with uh, Zach when she was you know fish flopping, yeah, you know, like she was a fish in a rushing river, turning a fucking flipper up in this motherfucker. You know when she did her little her fish fucking. Um, when she was done with Zach, Zach said, Oh, this pussy's fantastic. I'm replacing you. Get your bisexual ass off the stage. We, and he said, I'm replacing you. And Chris was like, What? So she said, She asked her, Naomi, did you F him for the spot or did you, you want it to? And she was all like, Well, I did it for both. And she was all like, you don't want to piss me off. She's all like, well, you don't want to get pissed off because that make you look old. And she was all like, okay, I see. Right. And then she came to talk to Zach like, what is this? You after? He's like, oh, you're mad because I got to her before you did? <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? I was like, if that's the case, you should just did her on that stage. Like, I up. got it first. I turned it out. She's my bitch, not yours. She but should've, She should have Ray J'd that bitch. She should have went ahead and did it. I hit it. I hit it. I hit it first. You know what I mean? But that didn't... Um, that didn't happen because she wanted to prove her point. Right. Then, um, Chris got a lawyer. She's like, well, if I, if I'm losing my spot, I'm shutting this shit down. God damn, I don't even remember she, her getting a lawyer. Fuck. She got a lawyer. She's like, I'm shutting this shit down and I'm going to get a settlement. And he was all, and then Naomi came to Zach. Was that after she pushed? Was that after? No, I'm telling you why she pushed her. Okay. Yeah, and she says, she says, like, Naomi talked to Zach. And she said, what the fuck is this shit? You're supposed to replace me. He said, I can't replace you because she has a lawyer. And if I do that, you're not worth it, you know, stuff like that. She was all like, so they had, you know, Mm -hmm. they had their fight, whatever. Right. And they moved on. So... They were dancing, and while they were dancing on stage, Chris and Naomi, well, pretty much Chris, like, humiliated her on stage. Like, oh, yeah. oh you're trying to take my spot. You're never going to take my spot. I got my lawyer. And you're pitiful. She tripped her, made her fall in front of everybody and stuff like this. And right. embarrassed her. Right. And stuff. And then, next thing you know, she... The show was over, and she pushed her downstairs. And the girl with the braids. Yeah, there's a yeah, because there's another there's another show girl up in here. She has right. like she has she has white girl dreads. Right. And uh, she gets into it because like there's a black show girl. She gets into it with the black show girl, and the black show girl because like the black show girl tells the girl with the white girl braids to shut the fuck up. 
like to tell her kids to shut the fuck up because right, she, she brought, brought her, her kids, kids to the show. To the show. Right. And that was the final straw with them, and she fucking uh, sabotaged that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she threw pearls on the dancing on the, on the stage. On the stage. And the black girl's partner, who yeah. was holding her up in the air or whatever, yeah, he dropped her. Slipped and fell, yeah, dropped, he dropped her, her, and ended her career like like that. Oh man, she playing that out really well. And yeah. Naomi saw it and didn't snitch Did, on her. Didn't say anything. So yeah. when. When they have happened to Naomi, when she wanted to push Chris down the stairs, the girl with the braids saw yeah. her and didn't snitch at her neither for, yeah. for, you know, having her back. Right. <laughs> and then Naomi wanted to become the star. The star, so yeah. That's how she so Naomi, so Naomi, uh, N- uh, Nomi hits it big. Uh, they go to this party. Uh, Molly's really into this guy. I don't know what the fuck he is. Like he, I don't know what kind of music I he sings. Have, uh, he's he, uh, he's like jazz. He's he's like he was supposed to be like you know back in the day the guy with the really long hair. Like some Michael Bolton motherfucker. And he plays like the saxophone or something like that. Kenny G. I guess he was supposed to be like the Kenny G of Las Vegas. I was or something. I was thinking Michael Bolton. Okay, one of the two. I was thinking Michael Bolton because he looked like a bitch between Michael Bolton and the lead singer and Nickelback. <laughs> but uh, you know, and but like Molly's crazy about the dude, and then like they go to the party. Molly finds out dude gonna be there, mm-hmm. and she uh she was like, oh shit, he's here, and then uh she. Goes and they're pretty much hitting it off. They got alcohol and shit. They're right. drinking champagne. Right, was going well. I thought she was gonna score. Yeah, and like they, she even starts making out with this motherfucker. They look so good together, yeah. right? Yeah, you and think it, like, oh my gosh, she and we were like Folly, Folly for Molly. All the shit that she's taken from everybody, from Chris, the show, uh, Nomi, everybody. This is her time to shine. She's gonna be a wife of her her her. You know, her favorite singer, singer or whatever. Yeah, and we thought we were gonna see a happy ending for her. Wrong, it was wrong. Turd. Cause, uh, uh, Michael Bolton Nickelback takes uh Molly up to the room, and and pretty much broke every dude of every nationality in that room. They had a United Nations of rape up in there. In that room. It was and, a black dude. I don't know that guy was Asian yeah, or something. Fuck, and then yeah. he's white. It was yeah. crazy. And they shut that door and they go to town on Molly. They beat the fuck out of her and start raping her ass. And then... They took turns. They took turns and shit. I was like, wow. But we did say, because like, she came out of the room, because like, she's, beat, she's all beat up. She come out the room and she passes out and like she's got blood. Like coming running down the leg, right? And they say everything. They was like, "Yo, she's she's got a broken nose. She's got vaginal tears, right?" And and we were like, <laughs> "Vaginal tears." <laughs> we were all like, "Now the rape that you know that normally happens when there's like more than one guy in a room. There's every hole to fill. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was no aid or rape. There was no." forcing himself down her, you know, her, her, her bowel for anything yeah. like that. It was just all in one area. I all was like, one. wow. It like, was a, it was a, it was a very gentleman's rape. Like these guys had standards, you yeah. know what I mean? Cause like a rape is a rape and they rape anything. It was a very, it was a very classy rape. It was compared to 
Like, if you look at all the news and stuff like that, it's like... Right. But while that's going on, uh, Nomi's past catches up with her because Zach finds out some information about Nomi. Right. Finds out that, like, she was a hooker. And he finds out that, like, her parents are dead and all this shit. Now, I'm trying to figure out what was that about. Was it like he's trying to blackmail her? That part I didn't get. I believe he was so trying to... why was he trying to blackmail her? I believe he was trying to blackmail her. I think he was trying to, like, keep her, like, trying to keep her mouth shut or some shit like about that. About what? I think he was trying to keep her mouth shut about the rape. Right! Yeah. Okay. Because him, uh, him and Michael Bolton Nickelback were like boys. Oh, boys. Yeah. Right. And he wanted to keep a mouth shut about the rape, so he put out all, he put out all this shit about her being a hooker and she, um, and like her dad killed her mom and all this shit and she been, she been, she been going through all this foster home shit and all this shit. So like, her past catches up with her. Uh, she goes and she goes and beats up uh, Michael Bolton Nickelback. And she she kicks the shit out of him. We thought that she killed him, cause all those kicks. And I think she was wearing like high, was she wearing high heels? It was six inch. Yeah, she was wearing like high heels. We thought she killed that motherfucker. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you see her hitchhiking <laughs> again. It ended. So she went back to Molly and she tells Molly that I love you. Or she Molly woke up. What Molly woke yeah, up? Yeah, Molly woke up. Yeah. Like, it was so. Sad. Yeah. Molly woke up and she told her that she kicked the shit out of this dude for her. Yeah. And that she loved her. And then they, she hitchhiked out of Los Angeles. First of all, first, before she did that, she went to go see Crystal. Right. She went to go see Crystal. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a whole, like, lesbian kiss. Like, tongues all up in the throat and shit. Right. And then, like, then she leaves and skips town with the same dude. Right. Looking for that fucking suitcase. <laughs> and that's... And that was pretty much... That was pretty much the whole movie. That was pretty much Showgirls. I love this movie. I love it. I love the campiness. I love how batshit crazy it is. It's supposed to be a... I think it's supposed to be a drama. I don't know if it's supposed to be a drama. I don't know if it's supposed to be satire. But, like, I was laughing throughout the whole film. I was laughing throughout the whole goddamn film. Right. And I felt... uh, Looking at this movie, like, I felt sorry for Elizabeth... I felt sorry for Elizabeth Berkley. Why? Because it's like she never recovered from this film. You know? Cause like right. it's a thing. It's a thing of she's a former child actress. Everybody right. knows she comes from Saved by the Bell, which is mm-hmm. a kid show. Right. And so she's a former child actress, and like you know how child actresses are. Right. Like they're trying to grow up. They're trying to. We see it now. You know, Miley Cyrus, Selena Gomez, all that shit. Right. Uh. Uh. What's that? What's that girl from uh fucking Spider Man? Uh. Zendaya. You know, they're trying to grow up because Zendaya has a show called on HBO called Euphoria where, like, she's doing all types of wild shit on that show. And like, she's trying to th- grow up to them. I'm not a little girl anymore, right. you know? And this is what Elizabeth Berkeley was doing with this movie. She's trying to show everybody, I'm not a little girl anymore. I'll show y'all how much of a little girl I'm not. I'm going to show y'all my titties. And it sabotaged her career before she even started. She even started, you know? And right. I like I feel sorry for her for that. Because, like, a lot of people... I think a lot of people shamed her for her sexuality. Right. I think so. A lot of people shamed her because, like, they was like, Oh, 
what is Jessie doing showing her boobies? Right. People didn't find her attractive in the first place. I mean, she is a very beautiful She's girl. She's a beautiful woman. But yeah. people didn't find her attractive, you know, yeah. compared to the other co-stars that was in um, yeah, Saved by, by the, the Bell. Bell. Yeah. She was considered the least attractive. Like, even, even the black girl was consider prettier than her she yeah. just didn't she didn't have it you know yeah but it was just it was just i felt sorry for her because i felt like people were trying to shame her sexuality yeah cause you they know find her attractive in the first place it was the hair then like the curly hair she was hella know. tall yeah she is really mean? tall and it could be because jewish you yeah. know whatever so it's like yeah but it's just I was like, I just felt sorry for her for that. I was like, because they were really uh, shaming her for sexuality. And she's never recovered even to this day. This movie came out like, what, like 25 years ago? Right. Now, <laughs> this movie came out like 25 years ago. And she still hasn't, re- her, her, her career like never recovered. I don't even know like what she's doing now. You know? I mean, she has a great body. Yeah. You know? The makeup that they had, like I would stop, I couldn't stop looking at her lipstick because her, I would tell you about her lipstick, yeah. like it was popping, like right. she had, I love the color, her makeup, uh-huh. she cut her hair a little bit, dyed it, whatever, yeah, kind of right. like you tell her relax it because she has like really tighter curly hair, yeah, she you has know, really kinky hair, They're really kinky hair and stuff. I just yeah. really thought she was very beautiful in that movie, especially when she became like the star of Stardust, like she really look prettier and performed better like she really fit the the role more than chris like you know right. the character the actress chris whatever yeah. i just believe she was very beautiful but that's not what people thought or even couldn't fathom or couldn't you know right damn shame though it is damn shame she never really recovered from that yeah you know but scores let's give our scores one for me. It's a one for it's you? It's a one. It's a one. Okay. It's that's, a one. That's your opinion. I gotta give it... I give it a four. A four? Because fucking love this movie. <laughs> and not for good reasons. You know, I just love... It's a la- guilty pleasure. It's a very guilty pleasure for me. <laughs> very, very guilty pleasure for me. I get... It's got... It's got rewatchability for me. Like gangbusters you know right. <laughs> like it's rewatchability through the roof mm-hmm. but like i'm gonna give it a four because right. because it is kind of cheesy right. you know i'm not gonna give it a straight up five i'll just give it a four well that was our review of showgirls that's what we thought of showgirls uh join us next week we will be talking about another movie um you got anything else to say that's it nope No, that's all. All right, everybody. Peace.